The God King cometh. He does, and I am he. What's up, dog? Not a lot. How y'all doing? Well, y'all, I wish it was y'all. Vex, it's fucking late, dude. Gosh. Freaking Canadians. Freaking Canadians. That's exactly what I was going to say. Hey, <laughs> how do I refer to you? Do I call you your lordship? I mean, that's uh, fine. That that works. Gord, uh, everyone else usually, as far as my moniker is concerned, they call me Gord or Gordy. I prefer your lordship. Unless, do you have a first name? An act. I mean, my actual first name is Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. Okay. Someone signed up to be an eighty-seven fifty patron today, but they go by the name Dylan. So I was like, maybe it's you. I don't know. Huh? I, but no. I, I, I'm not even totally sure how to do. That. <laughs> <laughs> you, you said. Uh, you said in the messages that uh, this is on. Uh, youtube and i was like is it i can't find it <laughs> no it's not on no oh. no you were like uh because i was like did you have you listened to the show at all do you know what you're coming into or do i get it like do we get a blindside you either one is good with me <laughs> i don't i don't care <laughs> and you were like i don't use spotify all that much so i haven't heard much of your show outside of when you have the cannolis on and i was like motherfucker i'm on everything but now that you mentioned youtube i'm not on there it's like Oh, we don't do that. <laughs> I don't do that. I will post clips of deer and moose and such on YouTube, but that's not what this is. Ah. Or if you want to see me review a rain jacket, <laughs> I do that. One time I put on sunglasses. People seem to enjoy it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Vex Electronica is here. Going by the moniker Henry Cavill's tongue. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> There you? was a trailer dropped this week for uh, the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare, Guy Ritchie's I, new film. I it watched that trailer. Great. It looks good. It uh, looks yeah. real good. I love mm-hmm. Guy Ritchie stuff, dude. Me too. I enjoy his stuff as well. Yeah, and it's funny. We were talking a Guy Ritchie movie on Monday, and the question came up of, you know, Guy Ritchie or Matthew Vaughn. I think Vaughn is like the discount Guy Ritchie personally. I actually <laughs> agree with that. And all you can see he's taken a lot of influence from Guy Ritchie's style. Who's Matthew um, Vaughn? Matthew Vaughn's the guy that did some of the X-Men movies. He's do, doing that new film, Argyle, that comes out tomorrow. He did uh, Kick-Ass. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, I've seen that. Did you see the budget for Argyle? It's two hundred million dollars. Oh, I was like, I'm curious oh, no, now. That's gonna bomb, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, because the projections are really low for it already. I think it's looking at like a thirty million or forty million dollar oh. opening weekend. Well, anything that comes out in January, February is fucked. Yeah, that's why I was like, when I saw that budget, I was like, what are they thinking? Putting that much money on a spy film coming out after the january lull there's no way that's making that back it's this isn't james bond it's apple man yeah apple can spend the money a little bit right now (laughs) right Um, now as opposed to what well no like okay so let's look at the amazon formula for a moment right so they invested over a billion dollars in rings of power (laughs) and they still have you know they have their their shipping and buying enterprise and all of that stuff but with how disastrous Rings of Power is now, all of a sudden, whatever model they've been using isn't sustainable because now they've started putting in ads or you have to pay for packaging now on some of the stuff that you order on Amazon. I wouldn't say that's just Rings of Power's fault. 
Well, I'm saying it's part of an unsustainable model that they already had. That's what well, I'm trying yeah. to point out. But most streaming services aren't keeping afloat. Like they exactly. they were one of the last ones to start doing that. If anything, and that's why they're all introducing like ads and tiers now because it was an unsustainable model from the get go. It's just for some reason nobody foresaw this coming. I did. Or implement well. What I I'm tried to. to I wrote them an email. They didn't listen. <laughs> I'm saying people over there didn't foresee this. And with you, all the content plus, all these places are putting out, it's just not sustainable. So Apple is eventually going to do it as well if they're going to put $200 million into box office flops. So I, I have to ask then, okay, so if a Yeti sent them this email, well, that must mean that when Galadriel killed that snow troll in like under 10 seconds, that was a reference to you. It had to be. I like, thought that it oh, was, you don't but think dude, we're going to make it. Watch I, this. <laughs> dude, I thought that. I said that to Vex Electronica, and she called me a retard. Oh, my yeah. gosh. But see, you You're fucking get it. And hey, Vex, you were breathing on that mic so goddamn hard. Is this <laughs> your first mic. time ever having on, a conversation on. on stream? Maybe maybe it's – okay, is that better? It's just maybe the way the mouthpiece is. <laughs> yeah, it is. could be the tongue thing. That's true. It could be. Have you thought of that? It could be, yeah. You gotta think if a tongue has to be that close to a mic, then the breath's just coming out right behind it. Yeah, <laughs> you can't avoid it, really. <laughs> Can you? Vex Electronica, how was your week? Um, my week is good, but um, actually, you caught me on. I'm in the middle of watching one of the best documentaries I've ever seen on U.S. sex offenders and laws. What? Nice. Okay. 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 Uh, yes. Let me. Let me... <laughs> Let me backtrack a little bit, okay? That's how um, you spend your free time? Why? No, 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 no. Okay, let me backtrack a little bit, okay? So now that I have the second job where I work from home, right? Yeah. What I end up doing is, like, I'll put on, like, a documentary or, like, if someone's streaming, I'll put a stream on in the background just so it's kind of, like, noise to half listen into. So whatever had a stream earlier today, so I was listening partially to that. And then... I watched this documentary on, um, oh my God, I already fucking forgot. <laughs> it must be good. Oh my God. Oh, no, no, no. It was about, um, it was this British, it was called The Pedophile Next Door. It was a British Why? documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so obsessed with pedophilia shit? Hold on. So I just wanted to listen to that because there is like, you know, like, especially the more left kind of culture becomes, we're starting to try and normalize this kind of thing, right? So it's nice to, to who's see we? That. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not we. Well, that's what the the <laughs> left. The left is trying to normalize this a lot more. Right? All right. You said we, and I will not be taken down on that sinking ship. Fuck that. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I misspoke. Right. So I just put it on in the background, and it was just uh, an interesting look at how, like, all these organizations, like, I mean, this documentary was made like ten years ago. But it was just an interesting, pretty based look at how all of these are like, it's just inherently a bad thing and there need to be more measures put in place. And then it just started auto playing another documentary um, <laughs> called Untouchable. It's on Tubi. Honestly, <laughs> you liked this massive bummer. Here's another massive <laughs> right. bummer. Enjoy. Enjoy the girl next door, but she's 12. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this is probably one of the best documentaries I've ever watched. Yeah, but your picker's askew, so I don't know. Well, okay, I say this, okay, subject matter aside, you know when you watch a documentary and there's yes. a very 
very obvious bias to it like they're trying to sway you one specific way yeah with this one it's like yes it's making it very clear that sex offenders are bad and like that <laughs> oh. is bad but it's also pointing out how there's a lot of problems with the system so like for example there's this woman she was put through foster care and when she was like just on the verge of turning <clears throat> or she just turned 18 um th the foster parent that she was staying with kind of drugged her and you know Gay liquored her up and had her sleep with her that foster parent's underage son who was like 14 at the time they waited until she was 18 to do this yeah and then the woman was like oh my son's not do feeling the same ever since the other night i'm you know i'm i'm reporting you to the police and because that happened so now it's 14 years later she's you know she's got a kid of her own she's married and whatnot but because of that incident where she wasn't really, like, in full capacity of all of her functions, she has to, like, do, like, monthly. She can't. She's got all these restrictions, first of all, within. That moving. story sounds suspicious as fuck. <laughs> they listen, waited until she's 18, then get her liquored up and have her bang a 14-year-old. And the 14-year-old then is like, I'm not into it. And then they turn her in. It sounds like she got fucking drunk and banged a 14-year-old is what happened. I don't know. But either I do. way, <laughs> That's, so that she, makes way more sense. So now she has to, because of that like offense on her record and whatnot, she has to pay like two hundred dollars in polygraph tests. She has to pay for urine tests. She has to pay for these group classes. She has to go to as an offender. She has to pay all of these form fees, and over fourteen years, it's cost her almost forty thousand dollars. And because she's an offender as well, no one in her state will pay her more than like ten bucks an hour. So she makes about 300 bucks a week and she's making all these these payments as well to the system, even though she's out and about. Yeah. Which I thought, and then there's like another study where they're just like they're the it's the recidivism of of sex offenders. Basically, um, their ability, their not ability. Recidivism. Yeah. It's like um, how often an offender will repeat. Yeah, like I know what offense. it means. You said yeah. recidivism. Sorry, that's a new <laughs> word for me today, in all honesty. So my apologies. Oh. Um, Yuffie boy went to school for this shit. I know. I've, I've never used the word before in my life. <laughs> there you go. But like, there's a study they did in California. Well, wait a minute. You still have it. Wait, exactly. What? exactly. His lordship, the Gord King, has not actually said the word. He just was like, "I've never used it." No. Well, well, in my kingdom, they don't have the chance. <laughs> you cut him off the vine yeah. fucking smash him smash them pumpkins <laughs> the world is a vampire hold on Bex. we hand him off I'll... yeah we hand him off to billy corgan say do your thing man i would like your first time to be here with us it's a safe space oh, good. you can say it <laughs> say what oh recidivism there it is oh my gosh hubba hubba all right Bex, continue <laughs> with your fucking bummer no. No, they were just saying that, like, so they did, like, a survey over three years of about a 1,000 male offenders, and of the 1,000, no, sorry, it was nine, 900, yeah, 900, um, so, like, 98% or something of them all got, like, uh, re not re-offenses, but they went back to prison on technicalities of their parole, like, not being somewhere at a certain time or whatever. Yeah, but only parole one... fucks so many people over. Right, but only one of those 900 actually re-offended, like, a sexual offense. Oh. Which is wild. I was just like, I, I like, these are statistics that I'd never heard of because you, I, you just hear consistently that sex offenders are basically the scum of the earth. 
they should all die, all of this, but it doesn't really account for like the stories where it's an odd case. So like there was this other guy who was 19 and he was dating oh. a 16 year old. Good, there's more. <laughs> and the 16 yeah. year old decided to report him. And now what he's doing is like in Florida, they have them live in these specific encampments because there's so many restrictions about where and who they can live with. So he's not allowed to stay with family as part of his probation. So they force them into these encampments and he has like, he's not supposed to be out between 10 PM and 6 AM. And the only job he could find was 50 miles away. So he'd wake up at six, take a two hour bus ride to work. And one day he was just eight minutes late getting back because the bus was late. And they tried to put him back in prison for four years for being eight minutes late. Dang. Which is wild. I will tell you this. Um, so when Kayla, Kayla came on here and she was talking about somebody that I, she either like knew or something and he was a convicted sex offender. Mm-hmm. And I was like, for what? And she was like, well, he turned 18 and his girlfriend who he'd had for like years was still 17 and she turned him in. And I was like, there's no fucking way that any state is that strict. And we almost got into, into like a, a fight about it. And I did some Googling. Wisconsin is exactly that strict. It's fucking crazy because I'm used to Colorado. We have a, quite the gray area out here in Colorado. Like if you, we don't do that whole – like if you turn 18 and your girlfriend's 17, like that here, that's not that's, – that's fine. That's not a biggie. That's not a biggie, but if you turn 18 and your girlfriend's like 13, that's a problem. Which makes more sense. Yeah. Which yeah. makes – yeah, it's way more reasonable because if you think about it, like you go to high school, you have 18-year-olds in there with fucking like 14-year-olds. It's fucking wild. My uh, my high school had a 20-year-old. What? My yeah, too. Uh, yeah, because uh, they kept dropping <clears throat> out or getting held back. It was like one of the two, so they were 20 years old, and they were mixed in with 17-year-olds. Mm-hmm. which so first of all uh yeah you should okay like ju- seniors in high school juniors in high school should have like their own fucking school because they out, i should point what? out the age of consent in ontario is 16 okay okay <laughs> just pointing it out <laughs> <laughs> i don't agree where, with it I'm not saying I you could do a real it. creepy move and just that <laughs> nice got, got <laughs> that audience <laughs> this podcast is weird dude (laughs) and poor gourd king he doesn't know this podcast for shit all he knows you said you said him an episode where all we did was talk about a fantasy gangbang and now here we are talking about this (laughs) let's just be like what is this gangbang later oh Oh, we will get to from his perspective though what is this show what is this but anyway it, I mean, it, it sounds like prison industrial complex type stuff. I hear a lot about that, how uh, they keep uh, prisons like that full. There's a lot of people who invest oh, yeah. in prisons. And uh, yeah, it's a uh, they're cheap. private. It's a private industry, especially yeah. here in Colorado. Uh-huh. Private industry, cheap labor. And well, yep. And so then what they do is they lobby to have a bunch of like bullshit, like mandatory minimums is what they're after. Right. So if you do X, you get this sentence and a judge has no discretion in the matter whatsoever. Yeah, you get caught with that in the documentary. Yeah. Like yep. how Florida has a 50 year minimum for sex yep. offenders. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Colorado does it like if you have one ounce of weed or blah, 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 like then it, that means that you will get five years and the mill the military industrial complex now the (laughs) prison industrial complex they'll like lobby like the congress of colorado to make sure that these laws get put in it's fucking gross i mean like every law that they put a title to or like the sentences that they say 
well, this is for people who are sex offenders of this kind. And it's like, yeah, in principle, who doesn't agree with that? Who has a right mind? It's like, yeah, if somebody's yes. a, a pedo, it's like, yeah, put them in jail for the rest of their life or, you know, send them to the gas chamber. But they don't, what they don't tell you is that, yeah, they're going to screw over a lot of people who don't deserve it at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know what else is kind of crazy? So I don't know if Canada has this, but Colorado has like the sex offender registry, right? Yeah. So you can look up your address and you can see what sex offenders are around you, what they did, or at least what they were convicted for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's kind of fucked up though. If you go to murder, like, let's say you murdered someone when you were 20, you'll probably get out when you're like 50, 60. And there's no list for that. <laughs> You can't type that into Google or there's no registry where you can be like, who around me has done a violent crime? Nope. Actually, I'm curious now if Canada does have that thing because I, I know the U.S. has it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay. What is it? Sex offender registry? Oh, sex offenders in my area. Okay. <laughs> like you're looking for some action. She's going to be like, my neighbor. I got to go. <laughs> Like you look like it's like hot girls in my area, but Bex, <laughs> Bex is like sex offenders in my area. How you doing? Um, does oh is God. there hold on? Is there a sex offenders registry in my area? Registry near me. Okay, that'd be a weird dating site for sex offenders. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, called okay. it's called thebestyoucando.com. <laughs> <laughs> We can... Okay, so as of as of 2008, Ontario yeah. has 8,229 registered sex offenders and 317 non-compliant offenders. Hmm, that might mean that they failed to register. Maybe non-compliant oh, offenders. I'm not you sure. know what else is fucked up about Colorado? So a lot of these sex offenders who get out, they don't have a, a house or anything when they get out. They just become transient, a.k.a homeless so they literally register what fucking bridge they've been living under yep and they have to check in and they have to like each time they move bridges they have to fucking report that in oh my god okay so i'm reading this article from 2014 in ontario okay after fighting in court for six years only to get shot down by three unanimous decisions involving a total of 13 judges Ontario's Corrections Ministry gave Global News a database of sex offenders by postal code last week, shortly after a Supreme Court ruling ordered them to do so. Wow. The Canadian government doesn't even want me to see where the sex offenders are in my (laughs) province. That's wild. Wait a minute. What year did Trudeau enter office? Uh, Oh. Oh. uh, 2015 or 2016? When was this ruling made? <laughs> this was 2014. Hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gord King, your lordship. <laughs> what have you been up to this week? And let me remind you where the bar is. <laughs> uh, I, I've, I, I don't have to limbo to even get under this bar. I, I, could, I could stand on stilts and get under that. Uh, what you been doing? Uh, I've actually spent a lot of time on various people's streams. Uh, yesterday was the first day I've had off and you know, I tried to do, you know, some, some editing. I've had a video I'm working on. I've got, uh, I've spent some free time playing Lies of P, uh, you know, watching movies to prepare for other streams. I mean, how hard is Lies of P? It's, uh, it's fairly difficult the first time. And I'd say like the last boss is like really tough. Like no matter, like I've, I've beaten the game 
three times now. And uh, the last boss, which is optional, is really, really challenging. Like, takes a few times every time I try it. But once you've been through the game once, it's actually not that bad. Did you play Elden Ring? Yes. I've, I've, played, can... I've played the From Software games multiple times through. How is it compared to Elden Ring? I would say Elden Ring's hardest bosses are definitely tougher, especially Can even, I go even real on second quick while you talk about Elden Ring. Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, Wait, we've been recording for 20 minutes. Oh my gosh. She, she I told can... you I was watching that <laughs> fucking documentary and I forgot. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> you the, can't pee before. The Vex Offender. <laughs> the Vex Offender. <laughs> Dude, that's a good podcast yeah. title. Do not let me forget. <laughs> Usually I have a little, <laughs> usually I have like my little notebook because usually, all right, usually I'm at home and I record in my closet, right? Mm-hmm. Got my microphone, got all of that. Right now, your boy's on vacation. So I got my Apple earbuds in. So that's why I might sound not, not top, not preem, but here we are. <laughs> uh, so Yeah, I, I have been told by a couple of people I'm friends with that naming thing that I coming up with punny names is something of a gift I have. I know my, uh, I know my buddy, uh, my buddy Aaron, who does like a, he has like a sports YouTube channel. It's got like 15,000 subs. Uh, he's a, uh, like I, like when I met him and started going into his live feeds, occasionally I would just throw in a name and he thought they were really funny. And occasionally he's used things I've come up with. But yeah, that happens every once in a while as I'll come up. Well, with keep them coming. Right now, uh, we are going to put the bar at Vex Offender. That's really good. It's really <laughs> has, good. Has Vex ever brought up her use of the word hotsy to describe a hot Nazi? <laughs> Nope. Okay. Well, that's that is something she's used like uh, in a live stream before. Like, what does she know name. about hot Nazis? I think she did a. Rev- I think she did a review of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, and you know it has Mads oh. Mikkelsen in it, and she uh, talks about how attractive he is, which you know a lot of women think Mads is attractive. And I was in her live chat, and I put, oh, so he's a hotsy, and she thought that was. <laughs> <laughs> she enjoyed that one, did she? Yeah. <laughs> I vex what right as you left, I I, I said uh, I said the word vex offender, and he uh, he thought that was clever. <laughs> Pretty sure I, that's going to be the episode title that you can top it. Writing it down. I don't have anything to write down it like to write it down on. So please. Okay, here I'll message me. it to you. I'll message it to you. How about that? Thank you. Thank you. Elden oh, Ring. Wait. Uh, wait oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about. We didn't talk again? about Elden Ring the whole time you were gone. <laughs> oh, who who was the hot Nazi though? Oh, Mads. My God. Mads. No, no, Mads. but there was another person that came up into chat. I don't know, oh, Vex, you Henry tell us. Cavill. Henry Cavill. There we go. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. That was the more recent time uh, where you. When was he a hot Nazi? I think in that was the, more of a um, suggestion, wasn't it? Yes. So in the in that Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare trailer. There's yeah. like an outfit that you could kind of use like, oh, he's disguised as a Nazi. And that's why we're just like, oh, that's a oh. I'm just going to call it Inglorious Bastards 2. <laughs> uh, sure. Okay. All right. I, I'm not wrong, am I? I mean, come on. Look at it. I, I didn't mean, like Inglorious Bastards. I'm going to be honest. What? Oh, I know. You have incredibly bad taste. It's it's stunning. Have you, you know only what seen it, is? it once it's... or did you watch it more than once? I, I've watched it only once, and it's because I don't like Quentin Tarantino. I just okay. find it very hard to like any of his movies. Well, okay. Well, if, I mean, if you're not, because I would say if you like Tarantino, then I would watch it a second time because I wasn't sure how I felt about it the first time. Mm-hmm. I, it's one of my favorites of his now. Did you eat paint so. chips as a kid? 
<laughs> Why? Me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. I don't I, like I, Quentin Tarantino. I, I, he rules. I, you know what? I did eat body lotion as a kid. <laughs> really? Yeah, I did. Yeah. My parents buy like the Jergens lotion from Costco and I just sit there and eat it. You know it's you know it's funny. I'm not even making this up. Like when you when you brought up the whole like possible like when I when you sh- when you sent me that clip of like 40 minutes talking about hypothetical gangbangs, I was like right. what's the fir- I was like what's even the first thing they're going to ask me? And I was like what are they, they going to ask me what are you wearing? And then I even was like, well if they do, I'll just say a fresh coat of body lotion. <laughs> what are you wearing? I, I, that's my answer. <laughs> what else? Is it scented though? Hold on. I can uh, just see I, a young I, Vex underneath a fucking squeeze pump of Jorgens, just like. Da, da. <laughs> 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 it's warming my tummy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go review movies now. <laughs> bye bye. Oh, so speaking of documentaries, have you seen Love on the Spectrum? I've heard of it. I found out about that yesterday, actually. Oh, when I, I told you about it? Okay. I have so here, I will tell you about it. Did so, you tell me that? I just saw it on my Netflix feed. That's how I, I found out about it. Oh, no, I told you that me and Mrs. Yeti were watching it. Oh. I'm just wondering didn't... if it's the autistic spectrum or the the gender spectrum. <laughs> I have uh, I have a sometimes, guess. Sometimes they do have autistic spectrum people who are also like I don't know what gender. So yeah, they are they kind of shoehorn in like like oh I'm like non-binary and I'm into women, but I don't know. But a lot of times it's it's fine. So anyway, this show came out a while ago. It was on. It's a Australian show. They find autistic people and they set them up on dates, which is the funniest thing in the entire fucking world. <laughs> But here's what makes it even funnier. So we're on vacation right now, right? So we turn on the TV. Like, don't get me wrong. We have a Netflix subscription. But on this TV, somebody is already logged into Netflix. So somebody named Jim (laughs) who watches a bunch of, like, just war documentary shit and, like, action movies. Well, now on his continue watching is Love on the Spectrum. I just, just makes me laugh so hard because Jim's gonna be like, "What the fuck, retard's dating?" I wasn't watching this. Hey, what? What did? What? How did the autistic boy ask out the autistic girl? No, oh. he I said, "You want to go out for Aspergers?" <laughs> so. <laughs> they have an Australian one. It did so well that they made an American one. And that's what season two of the American one just came out. And it's fucking great. Because, like, they're all, like, a lot of, well, there's this one that we fucking hate. She's such a goddamn bitch. She's, like, super into animation. Like, that's her whole thing. She never shuts the fuck up about animation. Sounds <laughs> <not> right. <laughs> no. Here's what sounds about right. All of them are obsessed with anime, <laughs> Marvel, and Star Wars, and DC. They fucking love that shit. All oh, of them. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, so... hold on. Doesn't what? that make like 99% of like culture YouTubers autistic then? That's what I've been Probably. saying. Probably. Four months. Dang, Every time right. you guys are like, Yeti, you're autistic. I'm like, you review mu- movies on YouTube. You're autistic. <laughs> yeah, but okay. To be fair though, I don't review Marvel or Star Wars stuff. So Yet, yet, dude, you just wait. Wait till that algorithm needs to be popped. I mean, yeah, I'm mad about You West. review Marvel stuff. What are you talking about, dude? You did what? the Marvels fucking two months ago. Oh, shit. You're right. 
Okay. Oh. And I also mentioned DC. You just did Aquaman. Yeah, but DC's not Marvel. And also, I'd like to point out that I <laughs> spent more time drooling over the leads than actually reviewing. Backpedal, backpedal, backpedal. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be a woman, goddammit. <laughs> Plus, okay. it, it doesn't it doesn't take hyper-focused autism to see what's wrong with DC. Yes. That's so true. here's what's what's great about this show. Each and every one of them has like these times where they're getting interviewed by the camera and they're like, you know, I just want to like find somebody who like loves me for me and I just want to be accepted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they go on the date, right? With somebody else who's like, I just want someone to love me for me. And then they each start talking about what they're into. But usually it's like, I'm into Transformers movies and the other one's like, well, I'm into like anime and they're like, fuck. And then they both <laughs> instantly reject each other. <laughs> so they, they all want to be loved for themselves, but they will not love someone else for themselves. <laughs> they're so goddamn selfish. It's so funny. Transformers. That's where I draw the line. Wait, so how did, the, how did the first season go? Cause I know the second season just came out. The first <sighs> season was great. I can't. Oh, because here's the thing, the first season of the Australian one, none of them found a match. None of them went on, like, any future dates. It was a very, oh like, gosh. they tried to make the end of the season, like, uplifting, but it was like, they all struck out. And it was like, oh, bummer, because you like all of them. You're like, oh, dude, I want them to fucking be happy. That sucks. And especially what's sad is, like, all of their parents are kind of, like, older, and they're like, we're dying and we would love we would love to know that our children who we worry about night and day we would love to know that they're going to be okay when we're dead and that's just got me and mrs yeti in tears we're like these poor people oh my god <laughs> they just want their babies to be happy that's all um so then in season 2 of the australian one i think we started getting some matches in season 1 of the american one we did get a match and that match in season 2 is going to kenya because they both love lion king oh my gosh. <laughs> they fucking love lion king so they're going on safari <laughs> oh my god do, do you think they did the first season and we're just kind of you know studying you know what everything was going on it's like you know we need to find people with similar interests here because uh these anime transformers types uh they, they ain't a match i guess you it's know, so we... funny dude the camera starts rolling and this one guy's watching tv and it's clearly like a transformers movie and they're like hey michael like you gotta go get ready for your date and he, he's like staring at the screen and he looks over he's like uh maybe in 10 minutes and they're like no like you gotta <laughs> <laughs> and when he's out he's, he goes to speed dating he keeps quoting optimus prime <laughs> oh my god it's oh. like experience what does he say he's like experience can't be given it has to be earned sometimes at great risk <laughs> oh my god <laughs> or great expense dude it's fucking i love this show it's great you gotta watch it does he identify as transformer <laughs> not yet <laughs> We just, here's what's weird. We're like four episodes in, which I cannot wait for Jim to turn on his Netflix and be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> We're four episodes in, and uh, they just introduce us to this new girl. It's like, who the fuck are you? And she's like, oh, I'm into chicks. And it's like, oh, there we go. We had to have one gay one in here. I knew it. They have to check them boxes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So this, you're, what you're saying is this will actually make me want to watch reality TV that isn't just MasterChef, is what you're saying. I here's the thing, like it's super duper funny because they they say shit that like you can't fucking like it cannot be written. You can't write because you know how a lot of 
reality TV is like obviously kind of scripted or like they come up with a skeleton of a plot and then just like let things unfold, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Dude, you can't, you can't script the guy who's like, I really want to find true love. And they're like, turn off Transformers. And he's like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to watch, <laughs> I'm going to watch dark side of the moon again or whatever the fuck that movie. And they it's the Michael Bay movies they're obsessed with. Not, I mean, they couldn't at least do the cartoon, which was not bad, I guess. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The fact that you know if the cartoon is better than the live action. I mean, I, I watched the cartoon when I was a uh, kid, and I was like, yeah, I liked it as a kid. And I've seen, I think, three of the Michael Bay movies, and I hated all of them. So I was like, okay, they're not for me. Yeah, the first one was really the only fun one, and then it was just like, oh, this is the same formula over and over and over. I yeah, and, and, I, and, and, and the first one I didn't even like. I was like, I don't hate this one, but I was like, eh, it's not for me. And then it's I like watched it's popcorn the entertainment. <clears throat> yeah. That's the one with Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, the first two had Shia LaBeouf, yeah. I think, I think he was in the first three. I think he's in all three of the first three. It's the is fourth he in one. All that... three? Yeah, it's okay. uh, Megan Fox, I think, is gone by the third one. and it's No, she's not someone... in the second one either. Is she not? Oh, okay. Nope. It's a Rosie Huntington Whiteley. I thought Megan Fox stuck around for the second one, but no, uh, she had a falling out with Michael Bay. I, um, I knew, th- I knew that, but uh, well, no, okay. So yeah, I just I looked up Revenge of the Fallen. She is in it. She's in it. What? Yeah, she's. So in I guess Revenge I just didn't see that movie then. Maybe that's it. Maybe uh, you maybe not. Who I mean, it, it is the worst one. Gives a shit. <laughs> We're autistic, okay. Oh no, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of, they have like coaches come and kind of help them. Like, you know, it's fun to talk about ourselves, but also ask questions about your date and see what they like. And it made me think, Vex, you never ask, like, what have you been up to this week, Yeffy boy? (laughs) I don't think you've ever asked me once. Because I know that you're just going to tell me. That's why. That was Mrs. Yeti's theory. That's a, we, that's because I, I usually ask everyone like how's everyone doing, but I know as soon as I talk to you, you're just gonna tell me it anyways, whether I want to hear it or not. That's right. And I learned that's... this the hard way with all that fucking stupid watch talk. Oh, dude, I love me a good watch. Whew. Really? So, oh, oh yeah, we can talk about that. We can we can talk about that for a couple hours. Specs, you got to pee again? No, but I can definitely go and get a snack or something. Go take I a know. meaty shit, a big thick one. Oh, I no. don't have to go. <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 eat here if you don't have to. Oh Jesus! Well, I do still have to. I, I need to be my protein target for the day, and I definitely have not hit it. So protein I, target. <laughs> I need to eat some yogurt or something. What the fuck was that? Is everything okay? Yeah. Okay. okay good. Sorry, Mrs. Also, there's a massive thud. Mrs. Yeti's like, my, I, I dropped that. my snowboard. Yeah, I was fucking scary. I was like, uh-oh, World War Three started. I knew it. I knew it was going to happen on vacation. So anyway, in Love on the Spectrum, what they usually do is the person going on the date, they're like, they like xyz they don't like xyz so it's like three likes three dislikes they're always hilarious it's like they like puppy dogs warm blankets and michael bay they don't like loud noises mean dogs (laughs) and oil painting (laughs) or like and sticky fingers so then what me and mrs yeti do is we think of all the things that we do that are autistic and then we're like 
Jeff likes the color black, watches, and backpacks. <laughs> Jeff doesn't like people chewing. So if somebody, squeaky doors. So if they made a if they made a Transformers movie where the, <clears throat> the Transformers were attacking mean dogs and destroying oil paintings, that would be that, 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 would that be kid's awesome. never leaving the house, dude. He's never leaving. <laughs> Fuck dates. He don't need them. Favorite part. Put that shit on repeat. Um, <laughs> Uh, so anyway they go on uh yeah they have like a coach come it's a great show vex you've never watched anything that i've recommended to you other than (laughs) luck (laughs) of all things too of all things i know right if i knew that you were only gonna get like one ticket punch (laughs) i would have picked something else (laughs) but you watched luck Listen, listen. I will eventually watch Cyberpunk Edge Runners. I'm, I'm get. It's on the list, man. Gore King. 